It was the night before Christmas of 2021, when a young Indiana was having no fun. For you see, this was the time when Wave 4 had exploded, and our poor Indiana ended up catching some COVID. But lucky for her, Christmas was not as lonely as expected, because it turns out that I was also infected. So Indiana packed up her bags and headed straight to Baker Street Station, where we would celebrate Christmas together in a unique situation. We woke up one morning and it was Christmas at last, so we decided to head to Regent's Park and record a podcast. With some champagne and some paintings, we began to record. And now one year later, here it is. I hope you don't get bored. So in 2022, here is your gift from Kind Santa. It is our very own podcast of The Sweet Indiana. So here it finally is, our first ever podcast. Indiana Edwards, my friend of almost 20 years, a social phenomenon, an explorer, a main character, someone who will always tell you to live for the story and someone who always has a story to tell. A year ago, both infected with COVID, we were drinking champagne and painting in a gray London park on Christmas day. We spoke about Indy's love life, the spies and her family, her life advice, and even which song she was conceived to. I really hope you guys enjoyed this first ever podcast and look forward to many more to come. Listeners, welcome to our first ever podcast. Mm. Ah, what you hear me drinking there is a beautiful <laughs> champagne orange juice mimosa. Mm. So picture the scene. <laughs> it is the most depressing Christmas <laughs> you can imagine. Indiana and I, my first guest is Indiana Edwards. <laughs> okay. We're stuck in London quarantining over Christmas. Our families are living without us for the day. And we decided to come out to Regent's Park by the river or by the pond and that's all the birds you can hear now and the slight sound of Christmas songs we thought at least I thought it would be a beautiful sunny day but it is grey depressing <laughs> and it might rain covered in mud and trees so we're dead in trees in a gazebo in a gazebo yeah we're in a gazebo um, that was built in memory of the fallen soldiers so take that symbolism with all you will. <laughs> so, Indiana, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, no worries. I didn't have much choice uh, <laughs> at Christmas time. So, okay, first of all, what paints do you want? Oh, what I'm are you going to start, start with? with so Are you going to paint the scene where we're at now? Yeah. As bleak and depressing, I'm going to make it a little bit more fun. Oh, yeah, that could be actually a good idea. Well, paint the scene and just with fun colors. Yeah. You should have told me before we put brown and black in. No, because we still need it a bit. All right. So, Indiana, it's the 25th day of the month. So we have 25 questions for you today. Okay. Now, one of these questions, actually, was... Oh, I hope this wind doesn't mess with the sound of our podcast, but... Uh, never mind. One of our questions was made by Bjorn. Oh, so when we get to that question, you can tell me which one you think it is. Okay. So our first question is, not really a question, but you have to tell us a joke. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I'm gonna tell you a joke that my dad told me that's really not very funny, but that's the best I have, okay? Okay. So there's this insane asylum, and yep. this guy goes in, and he's gonna go and check on the progress of all like the different inmates and see if any of them are ready to be released anytime soon. Yeah. And um, so he goes into this one room, and this guy is lying on the ground, and he's pretending to swim. And the guy goes, what the hell are you doing? Are you okay? And he's like, yeah, you know, one day I'll get better, and I'll get out of here, and I want to become a professional swimmer. And guy's like, that's incredible. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then he goes into the next room. And in the next room, there's this guy, and he's pretending to hammer away at something. And he's like, oh, my God, what are you doing? And the guy's like, you know, one day I'll get better and I'll get out of here and I want to become a carpenter. And he's like, oh, that's incredible, you know, good for you. Yeah. Okay. And then he goes into the next room and there's this guy and he's standing there completely naked with a massive erection and a peanut on his, on the top of his penis. And he's like, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm never getting out of here. I'm fucking nuts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is a bad joke. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah okay well <laughs> good joke adam <laughs> now question two when did you last cry i last cried when i found out um i had covid <laughs> <laughs> oh that's yeah okay i know when it? was that the 20th that was the 18th yeah the 18th, the 18th yeah it, no 19th i just sat in my room and i bawled so oh yeah my little shoebox you haven't cried during a little isolation together? No. Oh, not bad. Have you? I haven't cried, no. I haven't oh. been too I haven't been too upset. But yeah. I mean obviously not the greatest situation, but it's not the worst. No. At least we're not we're by ourselves. Painting here, I'm painting my little son in the top left corner, as you do. And I think yeah, I don't know if this is gonna work out this painting, but we'll see. Okay. So tell us your life story up until this point. Include every major plot point. Oh and God. subtly mention when we first met each other. And then, yeah, just tell us everything. Okay. Tell us the details. The details? Okay, well, I was born in Belgium. Um, and then shortly after, moved to Switzerland. I was there for a few years. Um, nothing profound happened. Then I moved to Denmark. Uh, learned how to ride my bike. Got, like, a billion pets. Um... And then after that, we moved back to Switzerland. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. We moved back to Switzerland. <laughs> um, and I was in reception at ISL. Um, and that's where I met, you know, a lot of my lifetime friends, like Louis and you. <laughs> I wasn't in reception, so your memories... You're in year one. I was in year one, yeah. Okay, well, I was in reception up until, like, year two. Do you remember, like, meeting Louis and seeing me and Carl? I remember meeting you... Louis I spent all this time with anyway because our parents were friends, so I don't have a clear point. But I remember hanging out with you because I accidentally called you Sasha and Sasha got really mad and then just strangled really? me. <laughs> he strangled me, I don't know why. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and then I moved to Sweden where I think I have some of the best memories um, because like we had total, complete freedom as kids. And then... Belgium for a year, which was nice because my whole family lives there, so I got to like spend time with them. And then back to Switzerland where I 
finished uh, school, hung out with you, um, and then went off to um, Boston, saw you before I left, both of us wearing sunglasses. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, and hated Boston, hated living in the States. Why do you hate it? It was just, you know, I think that people who were starting university there um, were kind of on a different, I don't know, mindset where it was, yeah, I say this a lot, it was the first ounce of independence and it just went a little AWOL. And it wasn't, I don't think, good for me at the time, so yeah. just didn't enjoy it. And I didn't like my classes either. Um, so, yeah, there was nothing really keeping me there. Suppose you were going through a fresh breakup at the time. I was. <laughs> Traumatic breakup. <laughs> nice to bring that Heart in there. shattered. <laughs> yeah, I noticed you admitted that from your life story, but... Yeah, okay, sorry. Graduated school, went to Mykonos, started dating uh, Dario. Um, <laughs> was not smooth sailing. <laughs> we're still friends, though. Um, and then, yeah, started at King's. And... Have had the time of my life. Social suck my football team. Star Kiss College London. <laughs> yeah, you did. You um, did. Yeah, and honestly, I'm still friends with all those people. So, and from everyone Kings. moved here from Kings, and everyone from ISL kind of moved here. So, yeah, in London, I suppose I love it. all roads lead to London. All roads lead to London. Okay. Oh, I got some paint in my finger. Um, now tell us, out of every fictional character in history, mm -hmm. who is the most similar to you? Paint a picture for. Our for our three listeners. For our three listeners. I was thinking about this. And honestly, whenever I think of like a character to like relate to someone, I only think of Shrek characters. Okay. Um, and oh, my friends have told me a lot of times I'm a bit like the fairy godmother, which I don't really know if I see. She's quite manipulative. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would really say I'm kind of like the three blind mice. Like they're always kind of there. They're always getting injured. Uh. Um, they're just... Always, yes, yeah, stumbling around. Um, but they're there for the key moments. <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Okay, what is the closest you've come to death? Um, I was choppered out of Verbay because I decided to sleep in some snow. And, um, yeah, I had hypothermia and alcohol poisoning, and I think that was my closest I've ever been to death. Did it change your outlook or anything? No. Um, you know, not really, actually. I don't remember. I think if I remembered it more, I think it was like, don't get that drunk ever again, which I hope not to. I remember that night. I was just in the smoking room speaking to Tom. <laughs> and you walk in with a huge, like, two-liter <laughs> Belvedere. You guys, like, we're going to do shots. <laughs> <laughs> two hours later, pass out on the stairs in the middle of a ski resort. <laughs> No one notices you're gone. <laughs> yeah, the three blind <laughs> Well, to be fair, you actually got shafted because didn't, didn't you, didn't Kiara was like, oh, I'm going to take you home. Yeah. And then she took you outside and then went back inside. She went back inside to get me some water or my jacket or something. No, water. I was wearing my jacket. Well, I have a video of her. 5 a.m. Lights turn on the farm. We're all singing New York, New York. <laughs> I look back at it now. I'm like, where is Indiana now at this point? <laughs> but all's well that ends well. Okay, let's see. What do we have next? Okay, this question came to me in a dream last night. What product or service do you would you say you're the top one percent consumer of? Okay. In the world, so which do you outweigh? 
which I outweigh. Um, I think when I was younger, actually I don't know, I was very much obsessed with my Pokemon Pearl game. I think I've spent about 700 uh, hours really? on that game. Jesus Christ, really? Yeah. Um, I was obsessed with that game. And other than that, I've been told by Spotify I'm in the 1% of Harry Styles listeners, uh, that's, which yeah. I think is quite a feat. Yeah, I guess supposing the fandom. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not like a huge fan. Like I like his music. It's just in my study playlist. But otherwise, probably like gluten-free chocolate oat no, cookies. No, no, you're not that special. I don't think. Oh, I eat those cookies like nothing else. Top one percent. You have to be really special. Mm, that's true. Okay. Okay. Way to ring it in for Christmas <laughs> Well, since it is Christmas, actually, it's a good segue. What is the best? Oh shit! Are these geese? Oh, here they come. They were a key part of my painting, actually, so now that they're gone. <laughs> um, so what is the best or worst gift you have received? Um, and it's not like Christmas or birthday specific. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, I think... I think one of the best gifts have always been like, I don't know, a pet or something like that. The best gift I've ever given. No, no, you received. Oh, I've received. Okay. Um, I got a horse for my 14th birthday. A horse? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, gift. that's. <laughs> yeah, I guess actually. <laughs> and what happened? Is you dead now? No, she's still alive. But she was a good gift and like not such a good gift because it wasn't really a gift for me. My mom said it was for me, and then just told me as soon as that like we got her, I couldn't ride her because I wasn't experienced enough. Oh, so what happened? So I just had to like wait, take lessons, and practice on her, like, slowly but surely. Because she was quite young when we got her. That doesn't look so appetizing. Okay, and yeah, what's the best gift you're given? Uh, the best gift I've ever given, I would say it's between two. It's either Hamilton or Cats, so my family, like, they're obsessed with them. Um, or I made these books for my parents where it was, like, from their friends, and it was the favorite stories their friends had of them. Oh, really? Yeah. And I wrote those out and put, like, pictures in them and stuff like that. I think it's quite nice. What kind of stories you had? So your new friend, your new parents, your clubby with Boris Johnson. They used to see him at the pub sometimes in Brussels when he was working for the Telegraph. Okay. Oh, you're starting with the river. Yeah. Oh, I went for the sky first, top bottom. Okay. Okay, so this is a good one. So you go back, meet yourself the day you turn 18. You can say two or three sentences. Okay. What do you say and why? When I turn 18? Yeah. <laughs> so what's June 9th? June 9th. 2016? Ooh. Should I say... Don't date Dario. Don't date Dario would be <laughs> advice. Oh my god. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I would say maybe don't... To be fair, you wouldn't have listened because I told you not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and look where that ended up. <laughs> um, I would say... Uh, I tell myself to go gluten-free, Jesus Christ, which shames the next couple of years. Yeah. I um, suppose you had your leg brace at the time, so you're getting enough attention as it is. That's when I was 16. You didn't need, oh, right, you didn't need the gluten-free. Um, okay. So don't go, go gluten-free. Go gluten-free, 100%. Now, poof of air, a poof of smoke. Your 33-year-old Indiana yeah. from 2031 appears right here in this gazebo. My what age? 33-year-old you. Jesus. Appears for 10 years skin. from now. Appears, and she says two or three sentences to you. 
or one piece of advice. What do you think she says? Um, I think she would probably say something like, I think it would be a mix of like, you know, you have to let FOMO go and not think that you have to go to everything because it's just, yeah. I don't know. You're just going to waste time doing things that aren't actually valuable to you. Or it's going to be kind of like, do as much as you can when you're young because like, you're going to be more settled when you're older. Yeah. <laughs> Something like really boring like that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she'll tell me to go vegan or something. Yeah, maybe actually. <laughs> What's your favorite story, movie, or book? Uh, my favorite movie is Almost Famous. Fantastic movie. Um, and my favorite book is Glass Castle. And um, what did he say about you? Um, Almost Famous. What's it about? So Almost Famous is about this kid and he starts writing for Rolling Stone magazine, but they don't know he's a kid. He's like 14, 15. And then he goes, um, they ask him to like cover Black Sabbath or something like that. And he ends up meeting like their opening act and going traveling around with them. No and he way. meets like the groupies. And it's a true story. And he meets like the groupies. He writes the article, hangs out with the band. Um, and it's just such like, I don't know, I think it's such a fantastic story. The acting is great. They have this great scene with tiny dancers playing in it. Um, and I love it. I think it kind of like, I don't know, not to get too deep about a film, but I think it kind of like represents the, I don't know, kind of the wildness that I'd like to have in my life. You know, the unexpected yeah, yeah, of just yeah. like doing whatever. Like when your sister was asked to like travel with that band. Yeah. And I know she didn't, but that's like pretty, that's pretty fucking cool. Do you think it's more that the opportunity hasn't presented itself to you or you just aren't searching for them I think hmm, I think it's a mix of the two I don't think I'm going to the right places and I don't think the opportunities but also I think if like some like random man asked me to like come and do like something crazy with him like that I would just be like no that's not safe to be fair I suppose your answer to this one you would have more like wild experiences like an almost famous yeah it Kind of goes against the advice you think your 33-year-old self would tell I know. you. I know. I'm I know. I'm very conflicted. So yeah, which, <laughs> which you think is the path to go. But then I suppose 33-year-old Indiana also said, enjoy the things while you're young. Exactly. I think I'm supposed to enjoy the things while I'm young. I think I'm supposed to be a little bit more reckless. Not like helicopter reckless, but like, I don't know, reckless. What things do you enjoy doing when you're young now that you won't Probably be able to? Drinking as heavily as I do now. Drink, I think yeah. the hangover, it's already kicking in a little bit. Not that I drink like heavily, but like going out as much. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you were in a bar fight like last <laughs> week. I'm pretty badass. Um, yeah. I, um, what was the question again? Sorry. Um, okay, well, we've asked your mom yeah what's the most Indiana story there is what did she say she gave a few um, there was that I'm 
my expectations were never met when I was younger and at every single party I was also dressed as a princess at all these parties it was always a theme party I was always dressed as a princess and something that would happen that would be totally normal but would conflict with my whole idea of how the party was supposed to go would completely tear me down and I would just be having a fit like a nice little spoiled kid um, yeah, I suppose that's a reoccurring theme with you. <laughs> <laughs> Got a horse on my 14th birthday, but I couldn't ride it. Hey, if you get something dangled in front of you and you can't actually, like... No, she's a lovely horse. I see her from that time to time now. Um, but yeah, she... Um, but then also, like, when my mom was in hospital, I spent my five francs getting her a teddy bear and a bar of chocolate and a little key ring. So, I'm full of love as well. <laughs> when was that? I think I was like six. Well, you can tell how, like, five francs went far. Like, went far. Yeah, it went really far. I don't think you get any of those five no. francs. Oh, well, you get a bar of chocolate. Get a bar probably of chocolate. not all three. Okay, so what are you most scared of? I'm scared of a lot. Um, I'm scared of spiders, and, like, open water freaks me out. Like when it's dark, not like the lake. It gives me a little, but it's not too bad. Um, and then, oh, so darkness, darkness freaks me out. Um, I like couldn't sleep without like a lamp on until I was like 13. Even when I locked you in that closet? Yeah, I clawed up those <laughs> walls, that was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also really like, I'm very afraid, this is going to be really, like, deep, but I'm very afraid of, like, people just getting bored of me. Yeah. I think it's, like, so upsetting because it's just, like, a complete shit on your personality. It's quite ironic because most people listening to this podcast would have been bored, so they probably already tuned out. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is not the most riveting of stuff. <laughs> oh, my God, Charles, thanks. No, no, they are good, they are good. Mm. Okay, this is a good question, number 14. What happened to the last person you had feelings for? <laughs> Who were they? When was it? Are you still seeing them? Is it over? How'd you meet? Everything. Um, okay. Our listeners will want to know. Um, First of all, who is he? So I think, well, I'm just gonna do like a crush. Sure. I had, a, my last crush was on my, um, my new flatmate. Yeah, what's his name? I'm not going to say his name. This is a public podcast. Uh, okay. Let's say his name is Daryl. Okay. Daryl. Daryl. Daryl the flatmate. Daryl the flatmate. Um, I had a big crush on him. But... I don't know. I just moved in with, like, a random, like, four men in a flat in London. And... Um, I had like, yeah, I had a crush on him, but also at the same time, I was kind of like, well, I don't know how long I'm going to be here for. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to make it awkward because I'm quite an indecisive person if I decide to like go for it and then decide, hold up, actually, I don't actually like him that much. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of fizzled out like that. Like we used to hang out quite a lot, but now we don't really hang out that fizzled much. Fizzled out. Did you even never tell him you liked him? It didn't, but like I could tell that he liked me. Like we both liked each other. So it could have been something. It could have been something. But you're too scared to make your move in case you're indecisive or what? Yeah, basically. <laughs> but also, I just kind of lost interest a little bit. And doesn't this conflict with 33-year-old Indiana? <laughs> saying you have to be more reckless. And yeah, it does. Take risks and go for it. Mm, you know what, you're right. 
So what, did you just get bored of him or what? I didn't get bored of him, but I just didn't think we were actually, like, it was kind of, I don't know, puppy love a little bit. And then like, I don't know, we're just not, I think it's like, you know, when you're, you, I don't know, it just didn't, wasn't symbiotic. It didn't work out. But you can't say it didn't work out if you didn't try. No, but I mean, like, I, I lost, I know I didn't try, but I like would talk to him all the time and like flirt with him and there was just like, a, it just didn't connect, you know? Yeah. Didn't line up perfectly. Not that it needs to line up perfectly, but I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> it just, just, I don't know. You know when you're flirting with someone and it just kind of goes over their head? Yeah, but he's a boy and that happens to like every guy I know. I know, but it's just, I don't know. Don't they say like a girl's way of flirting with you is just like liking your Instagram picture? No. That's how subtle they are. Uh, no, that's definitely not how I flirt. <laughs> how do you flirt actually? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I I'm can't imagine you flirting. <laughs> I feel like I'm a lot more forward. I don't know. Poor guy. Poor guy. No, but I haven't seen him that much. He like left, he went to Texas for a little bit. Oh, he's from Texas. He's not from Texas, he's from Ireland. And he went to Texas, that's even more... This guy sounds like your type, actually. Is he medium ugly? I don't like medium ugly guys. No, he's, he's quite handsome. Is he's he okay. coming back to London? Yeah, he's already back. You think you're gonna... No. Why don't you just tell him? Go on a date, go for drinks. I don't want to. <laughs> All right. I'm just not well, this takes I us think to I've our gotten the question. ick a little bit. Have right, you gotten the ick, then it's over. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Who is the one that got away? Oh, I don't think I've had one that's gotten away yet. Charles, I think it was you when we were in your seven. Me and your seven. All those saucy, saucy text messages we sent each other. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I've deleted them all. No, I still have screenshots, so it's okay. <laughs> that was our question written in by Bjorn. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> 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 it's definitely Bjorn. Yeah, I mean, you guys will end up together. Okay. I do see it. 2026. Oh. We can listen back to this podcast the night before your wedding, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see. When, name a time when you were really disappointed. Uh, when I got my dissertation results. <laughs> really? <laughs> what did you get? <laughs> I got so bad. What was like it on about, like, Hong bad. Kong or the Uyghurs? No, 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 that one I did fine in. Um... Um, I'm absolutely panicking. Um, no, I, um, this is my new one on circular fashion and whether or not it's cost effective looking at what the industry thinks views, what consumers believe. Um, but you know what? Apparently there's a lot of issues <laughs> in it. What, it was just badly written or it was boring? It wasn't what? badly written. It was just like the content wasn't good. <laughs> um, so what did you get? Pass? I passed. I passed. But, you know. We need numbers here. 40%? No. 50 is a pass here. Oh, 50. And my master's, a 50 is a pass. So what, 51? No, I got a 58. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I had like a pretty good like average. And then just kind of like tore my grade down, so. Yeah, is that why you're working in a bar now? No, it's not. <laughs> I still got a 2-1, leave me alone. You spent 80,000 pounds on education. 
And now you catch COVID at bars for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> At least I work at the BBC bar. Yeah, you work at the BBC. So if anyone's in the industry listening to this podcast, as I'm sure you are, <laughs> head to the BBC bar, ask for Indiana. <laughs> and okay, let's see. What do we have next? Who are your heroes? Okay. Um, so I don't really have heroes. I think the people... I don't know. I think I attach too much importance to that word. But I think, yeah, people that I look up to are probably like my mom and my grandmother. I just think they're very resilient people and both were successful and worked hard. And my mom, she's like big career woman, but then she's also like the friendliest little person and like heart of gold, non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, and so weird. Um, <laughs> and then, um, my grandmother, yeah. She was the first woman in her sc- in her family to go to school. Um, she was, like, head of the student union in um, in Denmark. She was, like, on newspapers and stuff like that. It was very cool. She worked with the police in the Faroe Islands. No way. Yeah. She, like, lived there for, like, the summer. Why was she working for the police? She was working as a lawyer for the police um, in the Faroe Islands when she was, like, I don't know, 19 or something. And she had an affair. No. She didn't cheat on, like, anyone that she was with, but she was with, like, a naval officer, and he was cheating on her with his wife and her. No, your grandmother was the other woman. She was the other woman. Oh, my God. It's a bit weird what happened? I look did, up the guys, <laughs> did the guys... Did the guys... No, she left. I mean, she's only there for the summer. Nothing happened. I don't think no, it's... No, no, but did the guy's wife find out? I don't out, think so. Yikes. Hopefully he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's alive. Okay. Um... Yeah, and then, I mean, yeah, I don't really, as, like, attach that kind of importance to people I don't really know, like, celebrities or, I don't yeah. know. But then also, yeah, I admire certain qualities of my friends and look up to that, but I wouldn't call them, like, my heroes. Yeah. And what uh, what do you think this says, this says about you? You're choosing your grandmother and your mother. Um, I think it says um, girl power. And that was a bit cringy. (laughs) I think it says, I don't know, that they both had, like, insane experiences. And that I just kind of want to live up to that. I don't want to be the woman in my family who, after they've done all this, like, incredible stuff, to just kind of, like, let it down. So it seems to be a recurring theme, actually, for you. (laughs) You will feel like you want to be living more of an extreme life. Yeah. Is that fair to say? I think so. I think I was going to kind of get that a bit if I was a bartender, but then I decided to choose a bartending gig where it wouldn't work past like a left turn. <laughs> <laughs> I think now, question, at question 17, we're beginning to get a good picture of Indiana, <laughs> who she is. She's a three blind mice. <laughs> her life's passing her by, and she just wants to grab on with the horns. And and experience more, but she's too indecisive to take chances. Too indecisive. So whether her grandmother liked a guy who was married, she'd still go for it. If Indiana likes a guy, she spends three months thinking, <laughs> do I? And then he moves to Texas or goes to Texas. No, he just goes to Texas. Should but I kiss him before I leave? Yeah, you should do it. Do something crazy. Do something crazy. Be a little wild. What would your grandmother do? What would your mom do? Oh, God. I feel like my mom was kissing everyone in the 90s. <laughs> really? It was a different Sorry. time. 
Do you have any stories? Any stories of my parents? Uh, yeah, the. Or is this the question? Or do you have any stories? No, no, no. This is about your mom kissing people in the nineties. I think she was just a bit of a free spirit. You know, she was in a seven-year relationship when she lived in Australia. Really? And then she moved to Belgium, and she, I think, she was just like, "Fuck it." You're young, wild, and free. Yeah, young and wild and free. How did they break up the seven-year relationship? Um, That's so long. Yeah. Jeez. So her father was a diplomat and yeah. he apparently I think talked to someone who was in charge of her visa and made sure that she couldn't get it renewed so that she couldn't stay in Australia no way what did he not like the guy he didn't like the guy but neither did my mom like my mom liked him and like loved him and everything but she was like I don't think I would have stayed with him as long if my parents weren't so against it jeez wow I never knew that about and mm. um, then she went to Belgium lived it up then she went to Belgium lived it up she worked at what the fuck is that kid doing? <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a smack. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. She's just on her little scooter. Um, is that where she met Adam? That's where she met Adam, rejected him for like years. No, I love stories like that. Um, and then, well, he was also like, I think he had a thing with like her best friend. Yeah. So, you know, it's a bit... Fair enough. Um, and then, yeah, ended up together one night doing body shots. Well, is that how it happened? They just got drunk one night and... Yeah. She said that she had already started kind of getting a crush on him because she saw him in a suit. Really? And she was like, I've never been one of those people who's, like, thought, like, a suit was the most attractive thing in the world. But for some reason, he just pulled it off. And did her parents like Adam? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a very self-assured yes, but no. It doesn't feel like, like a what? A very, I don't know I'm saying it. doesn't Self-assured yes. Yeah, <laughs> but no, they like him. Yeah, my grandmother spends time with my dad all the time. And that's your grandmother. I think they weren't with. happy with him because they got pregnant before they were married. Really? And my dad didn't propose to my mom right away. And they're like, you've gotten our daughter pregnant. You need to marry her. Step up. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so they had a shotgun wedding. No, they didn't. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> Did they get married before she gave birth? Or no, after? after. After. Is it that? No, I don't think it's a shotgun wedding then. No. My brother was there in a little tuxedo. Oh. How sweet. And then you weren't the accident, I guess. I wasn't the accident. <laughs> I was planned. While Honey by Mariah Carey played. All right, yeah. <laughs> okay. What? Oh. Young and old souls. Do you believe in it? Yeah. And are you a young soul? Are you an old soul? Uh, <laughs> I would say I'm more of a, probably more of an old soul. Really? Mm, Why no. is that? I think people just always think I'm older than I am. Yeah. Is that because you look 26? Yeah. Do you want me to go cry in the bathroom again? <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell that story for context for our beautiful listeners? We were at a bar one night and one of my very dear friends told me, that I looked like I was 26, and that just sent me right <laughs> over the end. <laughs> and I went to the bathroom and cried. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. Picture the scene, dear listeners. We're in DC. I'm sitting down with my friend Bjorn, Indiana, her housemate Chloe, and Sarah. <laughs> Chloe just comes out of nowhere, being like, Indy, you look like you're 26. Doesn't she look like you're 26? 
Ileana just gets up silently, walks to the bathroom, and we all continue the conversation, speaking about this and that. Indiana comes back and it's been so obvious that she's been crying <laughs> that she just went to the bathroom, looked in the mirror and cried. <laughs> but everyone at the table knew and like acknowledged it, but no one could say anything. <laughs> oh, that was July 2021. So that's why you think you're an old soul? I think so, but I also like... I don't know, whenever I think of like a young soul as someone who's like super energetic and a little immature and I don't feel like I'm those things, so I don't know. But maybe I am. I like to still do, I don't know. I don't like security and stability in my life. You don't like security and stability? No, not so much. I know, this is a roller coaster of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you've had a past life? Well, you have to if you had an old soul. Yeah, maybe. Where was it? Probably in like the States. Which is a bit upsetting. She probably didn't do very uh, good things. Oh, well, you think you were like a slave owner? Probably. My, my lineage is. Jesus close. Christ. <laughs> I mean, given history, given that I'm from Texas. Yeah, but a past life is like a different time, a different place, anything. Oh, you went no. straight to slave owner. Okay, no, 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 then I will not that. Um, I've been told, <laughs> so we do it like with my friends, we do like, what, what What do you think you would be in a medieval time? Oh, yeah. And I've always been told, well, not always been told, I've been told that I would be a owner of a whorehouse. And uh, I can see that for myself. What are those women called again? I don't know. The female pimps. The female pimps. Yeah. I could see myself being trying to be like a businesswoman. Why, when we chose like f five colors, you went for yellow and you've used zero yellow? Because I'm going to use it for the tree. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. I just used it for my beautiful sun. I'm still okay. working on my water. Yeah, it takes forever, this painting. I've gone a bit rogue. I think I'm trying to draw the lake, maybe. <laughs> okay, what is your favorite quote or saying? This is a um, question you've dreaded. Yeah. My favorite saying is definitely something my mom told me that she got from her grandmother, so my great-grandmother. Which is, um, I think there's no point in stressing about something until you know the outcome. Which I think is a really good way to look at life. Because I feel like too many people like waste time yeah. just stressing on like, for example, like, I don't know, like a COVID test being like, oh my God, it's gonna be positive, it's gonna be positive. Like, and it just ruins like a few days and then like it's negative or something like that. And then you've just lost those days where you've yeah. been a bit of a wreck. So I think that's the best, like, saying. Do you follow that advice? I try to, as best as I can. So don't get stressed until you know the outcome. Yeah. So then do you almost never get stressed? Because you... I get stressed about, like, anxiety kind of stuff. Or, like, if I think I've acted stupid. Oh, yeah. But not really, like, stressed about, I don't know, like, grades and stuff like that. Cause, like, you don't get stressed about grades. Do you not remember... Okay, school. you know what? I've moved past that time <laughs> in my life. When you did a mock history exam that didn't count for anything, you got a bad result and you just went up up and down the hallways crying your eyes off. <laughs> I do remember that. But I've come a long way from then. My mom didn't tell yeah. me that until, until later. Now you're passing dissertations, left, right and center. Left, right and center. <laughs> Girls got a master's degree. Yeah. Didn't cry. Okay, I did cry, but it was because it was a bit impossible at the beginning. Okay, so don't stress over things you don't know the outcome to. Yeah. 
Perfect. Um, let's see. What has been the biggest news story of your life so far? So far, it's definitely been COVID. Definitely been COVID, yeah. Definitely. It just like consumes all of news now. Um, so much so that it's almost like blanked out, I think. Like, I never really... People, like, I don't know, last few months, and, like, there's cases going on, like, here and there, and then I'm like, oh, okay. Kind of, like, wipe it out. But, yeah, that's definitely the biggest one. COVID, yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Um, I don't know. I guess because COVID isn't one thing, if that makes sense. Like, 9-11 was just the buildings getting hit. Yeah. And that's, like, one event. Mm, true. COVID was just, like, it's been going on for two years now. But I think maybe, like, the... On, like the onslaught of COVID when like you know all that stuff was happening in Italy people were like yeah. there was like mass graves everyone was freaking out everyone was like stockpiling goods I think that is quite a poignant point in time and what do you think will be the biggest news story in your life? probably COVID unless there's like another war that breaks out wow that's very imaginative I know <laughs> I think the biggest thing in your life has already happened yeah. I think you don't really get a pandemic very often. Yeah. Unless there's like a new pandemic that comes out that is a lot more horrible. Yeah. Or maybe if they find like the cure for cancer or something. That'd be yeah, and the cure for cancer, I don't think it's going to be just one thing. Like they're not going to come out with a pill that just cures all cancer. Yeah, that's true. But okay, COVID for both. We will take that answer. What is your favorite meal, restaurant location, time of year, anything? Who are you with? Uh, my favorite meal um, is, fuck, I don't know. Um, I think one of my favorite restaurants has to be Shedeni and Verbier. It's really? not like the best food in the world. I just always love it. It's always like everyone sat outside. Yeah. The goat cheese salad is really good. The creme brulee is really good. Um, I've always loved it. I always try to get my parents to go back there, but my dad's obsessed with Carrefour, so we never go. Carrefour is yeah. good. Um, and then, other than that, I also, there's this restaurant in Tbilisi called Keto and Coke, which I really like. It's all kind of almost like New Orleans-esque inside, and you overlook Tbilisi, and the food's really good. What kind of food is it? It's like, it's just typical kind of like Georgian food, but quite like the quality is really good they have this really good like tender beef cheek thing and um dumplings and it's really really nice and the yeah the interior is lovely exterior is lovely it's just a really nice it's kind of like up and away from the city okay um, if you were to die tomorrow oh. and i feel like we've had a lot of this inter reflection i guess what would you have what would you regret the most having not told someone Having not told someone. Mm. Uh, I don't know if I regret not saying anything. Anything you regret not doing or doing? I mean, I regret getting drunk enough to be in a helicopter. Do you really regret that though? I do. Because I feel your whole, you love 
being reckless or you yeah. want to be more reckless i think you know but it would have been I don't want it would have be. been fine no it was just because of the timing like my grandmother was sick and i had been like spending all my time with her and then i went up for one night yeah that's true absolutely wasted and then like was just kind of out of action out of action for the next few weeks and then like she passed shortly after that like i don't yeah it was a bit of a waste of my time like um and then covid hit and then covid hit um what else happened to you that time there was there was a third thing right I was in and out of hospital because I had like all this chronic pain. Oh yeah, you went to hospital. Helicopter to hospital. Uh, no, did I went to hospital? Well, no. Yeah, helicopter when you to hospital. So drunk. Grandma died and then COVID hits. And then COVID hits. It was a pretty bad time. Well. Do <laughs> 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 you think it's made you more resilient? Huh? Has it made you more resilient? Mm, yeah, probably. Do you have a rock bottom in your life? Oh yeah, it was definitely that. That was your rock time. bottom, that yeah. Was my rock bottom, and he kept going like, "Oh, I think when COVID hit, it was like you've hit rock bottom." No, when the helicopter thing happened, you're like, "You've hit rock bottom." At least you know, 2020, yeah. it can only go up. And man, was that a fucking Little lie. <laughs> Did you find yourself getting stressed in those times or not? In COVID. Because a lot of those things were out of your control. Your grandmother, you can control. Your COVID, you can't control. I think I was stressed about my grandmother because it was also like, you know, we had to like go to her house. I had to write the eulogy. It was quite a stressful. You wrote time. the eulogy for your grandmother. I, like I did the speech at the. No way, the main one. My uncle did one, which was a bit more about her life, and then I did another one. What was it? What were you saying? I was just talking about her and like her as a grandmother, and like I don't know how much I loved her, and like some funny things about her, like you know, her face got so swollen from. Um, cancer but she was just like you know what if there's any time in my life to get fillers it's now so she just no got fillers way. Yeah. Did she? <laughs> <laughs> what a woman did she look good for them um i think they kind of shifted at one point they weren't you know she just she didn't look great because she was really sick but yeah and she just kind of like yeah she did stuff like that she was quite she's quite cool um was this your mom's mom or your dad's mom my dad's mom yeah one who was besties with a spy Bessie's with who? A spy. A spy? Oh, yes. Your dad and his spy history. My dad's not a spy. I know well, you believe it. Let's see, okay. Because I remember at one point we had a whole list of things that actually did add up. So he applied to the CIA. He applied to the CIA. But he didn't get in. He didn't or get in. he tells in. us he didn't get in. He didn't get in. His best friend got in, though. But why didn't he get in again? He, he smoked he, weed or something. He lied on his lie detector test and didn't pass. <laughs> yeah. And his lie was, oh, I don't smoke weed. No. So well, they I were like, have you ever smoked pot before? And he went, uh, no. Uh. <laughs> and they're like, this is not the man for us. But also, no, they did offer him a job, actually. But it was like, he wasn't, it was with like minimal protection. It was like, they wanted him to work. But like, you know, if he died, like, oh. No, like, payout or anything. No payout, yeah. no, like... But also, like, he wouldn't really get any protection from anyone. He was just kind of, like, a lone thing. And he was like, you know, I'm not going to do that. So. Well, at least he says that. He says that. Then his best friend works for them. Yeah. And then he moves to Brussels. He moves to Brussels. The head of the EU. Head of the EU. Works as a bagel delivery guy. Works as a bagel delivery guy in and out of the top government organization. Oh, no, actually, he worked for his dad's model agency. Worked for his dad's model agency. Great cover story. Uh, <laughs> then what happens? His mother is best friends with a woman who gets it was either, taken out. No, she doesn't get taken out, but she gets 
like revealed during the Clinton administration or the Bush administration? I don't know. She gets revealed. And you know, when we were packing up her stuff at her house, we found a letter from her. From the spy. From the spy. He was like, hi, Michael. My grandmother's name. I'm like, hi, Michael. Um, Your grandmother was called Michael? Yeah. Oh, respect. Respect. Um, she was like, hi, Michael. Like, you know, I've just arrived in the U. Like, I'm in the U.S. I've met this really nice guy. Like, I think I'm going to marry him. I hope, like, everything is going well with you. Stuff like that. Maybe it's all code. You don't know. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> I don't know if we still have it. Okay, so this next section, and you'll have to tell me after the podcast goes off. But so what we're going to do is every um, guest we have mm-hmm. is going to write a new question and the next guest will answer it. Yeah. So we want to say what your question is. But the first question we're going to start this off with is from the podcast where I got the idea from. And it was from this football player and he, he was asked this question and it changed his life. And he started putting more effort in the training and then he became a top professional. But the question is, are you happy? Ah. Oh. Um, yeah, I would say so. I have no reason not to be happy. Um, I, yeah, I am happy. You know, everyone I think kind of has like down days when they're not like super happy, but I would say I'm happy. Like I have nothing, I have good friends, I have good family. I'm, I'm like where I work, I like the people I work with. I think I'd be a bit happier if like I had more evenings so I could actually see my friends, but you know, I'm happy. All right. Are you happy? Huh? I ask the questions on this oh, podcast. Sorry. Sorry. Um. Okay, and our last question today, and then we can just do some free riffing. Free riffing. What is your best piece of life advice? One thing. My best piece of life advice. Uh, it has to be something that like. You need to stop being so, and something that I also need to live by a little bit, it's like you need to stop being so concerned of what you think other people think of you. You know, if you do like something that's like a little weird or you think it's really weird and you're like, oh, that person must think I'm the biggest weirdo in the world. Yeah. And then if you actually look back on it, you're like, it'd be insane for them to fixate and remember that little thing that you did, Mm -hmm. you know? Because in the grand scheme of things, they probably don't remember. Especially if, like, alcohol is involved and people get, like, really nervous about, like, what they did the night before. I'm like, chances are the other person doesn't remember it. Yeah. Who really cares? Do you follow your advice? I try to. I try to. And I, like, have started to do, like, stuff that I think helps it. Like, you know, if you just, like, kind of, like, write it down. And if you have it in, like, a tangible thing, you look at it and you're like, actually, no, this is so stupid. Like, why am I fixating on this? Do you think if I put red paint on this, it's going to ruin it? Because it doesn't really fit with... What are you going to do red paint for? Are you just doing a line? or? Well, like every painting I make, it just ends up being abstract. <laughs> and I just want a bit more like... Oh. Yeah. I would go for like an angular kind of red thing. What is that? What? Like angular, <laughs> what do like do it like more of like a straight line or something more blunt. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe I'll do it as the leaves. Whatever, we'll see. All right, well, that concludes our podcast from Vienna. So let's just do some free riffing now.
So my 2022 wrap, um, basically, I had a really good year. Um, I went traveling, uh, which was amazing with Chloe, and we're still friends afterwards, so that's nice. Um, and I did so many cool things. I mean, I learned how to ride a motorbike. I, like, scaled down, like, a waterfall. Um, I did mushrooms in Thailand, which was so much fun. I'd 100% do that again. Um, and yeah, it was just insane. Learned how to surf, got my scuba diving license. It was so, so much fun. And honestly, I think everyone should do it um, if they can. Um, and then, yeah, finally got to graduate. I uh, spent a lot of time with my grandma, which was really nice. And then started my new job, um, which was good. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, back in London, moved in with eight people, which is a little crazy, but it's a lot of fun. And I got promoted, which was really nice. Um, and yeah, it's been really good so far. I've had a really nice 2022. Um, and in terms of what happened with my crush at the end of 2021, that abruptly ended because he was going through a lot and then would just go on these big kind of cocaine not binges, but big cocaine nights and then come and just very loudly tell me about all his problems and not let me get him ridden edgewise. And when I did, straight over his head and would just kind of like, yeah, talk very loud. He was almost like yelling, but I don't think he intended to yell. But yeah, it was a instant kind of ick, I would say. Um, but yeah, other than that, great 2022. Right here. Right here. You gonna smooth it out.